the return of Backdoor Cover. We're back! Hit the high porn, Sam Ellinger. Let's go! Whoa. I got him three times. Three high porns. I'm Micah. I'm joined by Brad. This is Backdoor Cover. Bradley Key, how are you, buddy? What's up, Micah? Three high porns. It's a lot of hype, baby. It's good to be back. Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. we've ever taken it's a been week a while. since uh since we've been banning this ship. The full week. It's been a long time. Maybe we did when I was on I my guess honeymoon. It hasn't been well, that was reasonable, too. Yeah. Okay. We've got some sports to talk about, so we're going we're gonna to do that today. Things are happening, Actually, that's for sure. Yeah, quite a quite a bit. We have a national championship tonight, and uh, the two best teams all season, basically, the n- number one and number two teams in the country, uh, face each other for the nat- for the Natty, which is uh, not something that happens very often in, in college hoops. Yeah, did you, I read uh, a piece really, before you jumped into that? A lot of sports, that? to be fair. I read mm-hmm. a piece that they were talking about how probably around maybe December 2019, they were starting to look like Baylor Gonzaga was going to be one and two seed type potential teams. So like this is essentially the best two teams for the last two years is what they were writing about going into the national championship, and it's just kind of an interesting thought uh, exercise because obviously March Madness was canceled last year, so a, a long time in the making. Very high. Yeah, that's true. Gonzaga is a four and a half point favorite. They are thirty one and zero. Baylor is twenty seven and two. And uh, I think you're right. Uh, these have been the two best teams for this time. season and for and for last season, which didn't happen. So should be a uh, at least on paper, it's got shaping up to be a classic. And if it's half as good as the Gonzaga UCLA game from Saturday night, Jesus, then it will. It'll be an all-time classic. That was uh, uh, an all-timer, basically. Gonzaga wins by three in overtime. Uh, UCLA was down five with a minute to go, and OT comes back, ties the game. And uh, I don't know if you'd call it a desperation shot, but... Uh, it was a heave. It's a desperation shot. Yeah. It was a heave. He heaved it from about midcourt, like just inside. Like Steph, it was about Steph Curry distance, and it went, it banked in, so... You know, it is what it is. Yeah, it was really something. It's three um, points, though. That's I mean, for sure. It, it was definitely the best, definitely the best game of this tournament. And and there's been some good ones. The most memorable. I mean, I, to me, it's the most memorable finish we've seen since Villanova won the national championship on a buzzer beater. Yeah. Um, and that was five years ago. To, I got flashbacks. I mean, obviously, if you're on Twitter, people just start tweeting out the video of uh, Kentucky and. And Duke, yeah. the Christian Legner shot. Um, you know, Gonzaga isn't a blue blood the way that Duke and Duke and Kentucky are, but it was uh, it was certainly memorable. I don't and know, man. UCLA team. Gonzaga's becoming UCLA a blue blood, really don't you think? Though. Yeah, I agree totally with the the UCLA comment. But I would, g- circling back to your blue blood comment about Gonzaga, yeah, I mean they're almost in this thing every single year for the last however many years it's been. I mean, they aren't technically a blue blood, but they're working their way into that category, wouldn't you think? Well, I don't know what I think technically this is only means. Their, I mean, this Gonzaga, is only, they've ne- they, yeah. this, their whole 
the whole Gonzaga aura changes if they win the game tonight. Yeah. Because they the the reputation has been a team that's been highly rated and that has disappointed in the tournament, generally speaking. I think this is only the second time they've been to the Final Four. Yeah. Even though they've been a, a top, you know, very highly seated team many, many times over the last decade plus. Yeah, we'll see. And, you know, they play in a in the West Coast Conference. Yeah. And I took away a little bit from your UCLA comment. Circling back to that now, that team's good, man. And they, they I mean, they're, they came in through play-in tournament or whatever, not a play-in tournament, play-in yeah, game. Yeah, the, the first four. I was reading about them. They're, they're projected to be a, a high candidate or whatever, a candidate to make the Final Four next year because a lot of their team, if not all of their team, is, is projected to come back next year. And it's just weird, man. Like, how, how are they not? Well, I, I'd be curious to like go back and see, like, what did we not know about that team? Like, why were they in a playing game? They came through the they lost Pac-12. ten games this season. Yeah, I mean, the Pac-12 itself was a, essentially a total dark horse. It came through, and I think three of the eight top. Well, I forgot what the percentage is, but they were by far and away the largest margin of of teams that made it to the Elite Eight. So, I mean, maybe that's the lesson. Pac-12 wasn't as bad as as all of us who dumped on it is. Something like that. Yeah, they got some athletes on the West Coast. I mean. Turns out they can play ball. I mean, nobody should be surprised that UCLA, (laughs) of all schools, has talent. Um, But I am, though. And they need to put it all together. But I mean, imagine if Lonzo Ball was still there. Uh, No. Don't get me started on (laughs) on Zoe. Lonzo Ball's trash. Okay. What what did he do to you? Don't get you just said that just to mess with me. I don't even have time for you, Brad. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do right now? Triggered. I'm gonna promote Triggered. my own podcast because you you pissed me off so bad. Oh boy. You guys should check out Mind of Micah. And of course, Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. It comes out on Mondays right around lunchtime. Today's is gonna be a, a tremendous newsletter. I would really encourage everybody out there to give it a listen. A read. Or give it a read. I'm going say. to. The uh, subscription link is in the description of this podcast. There's uh, some good good stuff there, including some recipes Ooh. and uh, a story about a guy who had won a million-dollar lottery ticket and then lost it and then went and retraced his steps and found it in the parking lot. Wow. Pretty crazy. And uh, of, of note for sports fans, uh, there are a lot of people in El Paso did you know that there's only one school in history ever to win a national championship in basketball from the state of Texas? That school is Texas Western. Yeah, I've seen the movie. UTEP. Yeah, well, I, I never saw the movie. Is McConaughey in that movie? Mm, it's it's either Marshall him movie. or the other one. Yeah, the other guy from Lost that's, uh, that's in all the coaching movies. Whatever. It's one of those guys. Him or McConaughey. Uh, it's it's not McConaughey. I always <laughs> Glor- Glory Road is the movie. Anyway, they're the only school in the the state's history to uh, to win. I've got Baylor tonight. I I need Baylor to win. I think I want a couple uh, hundred bucks if they do. Oh, you know who it is? It's Josh Lucas who uh, came to my birthday party one time. We took tequila shots. Oh together. yeah. <laughs> He didn't come to your birthday party. He just happened to be at El Rancho the same night. No, no, no. He <laughs> he was there for my birthday party. Yeah. Everybody knows this. The best part is, so Micah is this guy. He's famous. And he's sitting at a table next to us. And Micah stands up to make a speech. And he starts talking to Josh Lucas. Isn't this how this worked out? 
I mean, yeah, he was there for my birthday, and he was at the table next to us. Uh, and uh, yeah, I had to give a speech. It was my birthday. Michael loves speaking. And then uh, it was a great, I, somehow great night. I somehow I ended up paying for the tequila shots. You know, that's he's the A-list fa- movie That's what star, famous but, people do. You know, that's true. That's true. Anyway, it was uh, so Josh Lucas is in that movie. Anyway, there's a piece in Micah's Read of the Week mm. about people uh, in El Paso that root against Texas schools every year because they want to keep the memory of that '66 team alive. Mm. So, well, there you have it. I got I got two hundred fifty dollars, three hundred dollars on the line here. So I need a, I need Baylor to come through and, and pull the upset. Speaking of money, uh, I should clarify that I've I I Venmoed Brad twenty bucks. Ah. Uh, about Forty actually six minutes. Uh, well, twenty bucks related to this tournament. Uh-huh. Uh huh. About six minutes into the uh, the Baylor Houston game. Yeah. Uh, because Baylor got off to a hot start, and I just figured one, there was no way Gonzaga was going to lose to UCLA, which I was almost wrong. But certainly UCLA wasn't going to beat Baylor if they did somehow beat. Uh, I think the score of the Baylor game was a, uh, forty to eighteen when you sent the money. So. Just for the record. Yeah. <laughs> and I I thought about sending it earlier. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the the bet that Brad and I had before, this, before the tournament was I gave Brad the top two seeds and I took the field. I was real cocky about it. And so I, I had Baylor and Gonzaga. Yeah. And I got actually, I got both rights. So you should pay double, but it is what it is. What was the other one? Uh, the other one was an MMA fight. I took Nganu, I think is how you say his name. Oh, yeah, I was and on he, Steve. Uh, he broke that guy's face into a million pieces. Yes, so. Francis Nganu beat the shit out of Steve <laughs> Miocic two weeks ago. So. If you just look at the guy, how could you ever pick against yeah, him? Yeah, He's such a monster. Oh, shut he up. He legit looks like Shaq. Come on, man. Steve is a firefighter. Yeah, yeah he, he got his fire put out. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, some more hoops. Did you watch any of the women's tournament? Uh, just highlights and stuff. And I've, I've actually been to Toss Pizzeria about twenty times in the last two weeks. So whenever I go there, I catch a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of women's basketball because yeah, it's, it's on, on all the time. Yeah. Uh, I saw Russell Wilson. Stanford sister beat won. Arizona. Yeah. His yeah, sister uh, starts I think for it's Stanford. His cousin or something. Is it his sister? That's what it Maybe said it on is. the Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Stanford fifty four, Arizona fifty three. In the in the title game, uh, Arizona sort of the yeah Arizona sort of the Cinderella team, and uh, Arizona Stanford wins their first title since 1992. Let me ask you this: amazing. When's the last time it wasn't yeah. UConn or Baylor or Tennessee? I guess is usually in there, but the, they're uh, I don't brand. think Tennessee's been in the mix in, For a, in while. a decade. Uh, yeah, and Baylor's only won once, I think. So it's basically uh, UConn wins every year by like a hundred. Yeah, uh, other schools seem to bubble up and win it. I I don't have a uh, the a numbers record. in front of you. You don't you didn't um, you don't have the full history memorized? How dare you, Micah? I I don't recall all of uh, the women's <laughs> championships. Uh, the twenty nine year gap between titles is the longest for any Division one coach in any sport, because Stanford had the same coach when they won in ninety two. Damn, uh, Vanderveer. Uh, Ter- I, I think it's Tara Vanderveer has. Uh, been a head coach since 1978. She's the all-time winningest women's basketball coach. She's ahead of uh, Gino by like three or four wins. Like Gino will probably catch him, catch yeah. her next year, but uh, real soon. She's the champion. Uh, I, I'm not going to bag on women's basketball because this was quite exciting. Yeah. Uh, 
the, the whole tournament was actually pretty good. Uh, people, Baylor's won three titles, by the way, okay. under Kim Mulkey. Uh, Vanderbeer now has three. Pat Summit had eight, and Gino has eleven. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's been pretty good. Uh, you know, the, there was some excitement in this tournament, but the last minute of this game was just an all-time stinker. Why? What happened? Stanford got the ball up one with like 38 seconds left. 35, 36, 37, something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, it's a, you know, of course, a 30-second shot clock in women's hoops. And they just ran no offense at all. Like the, the girl stood there with the ball at the top of the key and the defender just let her stand there. And then she got down to like four on the shot clock and she just dribbled twice and then it was a shot clock violation. Like, they didn't come close to getting a shot off. Okay. And then, uh, so then Stanford uh, has to play defense while uh, Arizona has the ball with 5.5 seconds down by a point, and they dribble around and get off a desperation shot, but it didn't have much of a chance, and they they lose the game. It looks more like something you'd see at the Greg Setley Classic in terms of offensive scheming than in, in the national championship. Yeah, not a lot of execution. A late game execution, oh. which is disappointing. Did you? Was that yawn? Uh, we've on talked purpose? about this. What, what was, was this? Was that just? It's too early in the morning for you. Are you yawning early, because this, this is just Brad a and I are boring this thing ending? At Seven a.m. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I'm not. I'm not making fun of the the, the sports. Okay. I'm just okay. tired. Okay. My coffee is sitting there in the, in the French press, but I haven't pushed it down yet. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, classic. That's not what we're here to talk about. You know. Okay. Well, so it was a stinker of an ending, but it was a good tournament. That's what we agree upon, right? But yeah, there were some highlights. People seemed to be plugged in. I, I People seemed actually quite interested in the women's tournament. So shouts to, uh, shouts to Arizona for making a run, and credit goes to Stanford for winning the title. I used to think I was good uh, enough to play uh, women's college basketball, and I, I was quickly humbled. I now realize I'm not good enough to even play, well, especially now, to even play in men's rec league basketballs. So... For the record, uh, if your opinion has is against the women's basketball sport, you should give it a little bit of a chance because that's it's a good product, man. There are some players out there. How about that, Micah? Back to the men. Back to the men for a second. Uh, who do you like winning this game tonight? Well, so I got my money on Baylor. Um, who do I like? I, I mean, I feel like the mm-hmm. favorite in Gonzaga feels like the safe bet by a large margin, considering how consistent they've been. Although, I mean, UCLA kind of shook them to the core, and Baylor came out and just donkey-punched Houston, for lack of a better term. So, I mean, does it? are we looking at, like, recent play as an indicator? Because if so, Baylor's, Baylor looked like the better of the, t- the two teams coming out of the Final Four. But, uh, I, I mean, I'm rooting for Baylor. That's my, my answer to your question. What, do you, what about you? Okay. What are your thoughts? I think Gonzaga wins the game today. Yeah, but I may be wrong. No, my you know who's you know who loses the game though. Who's that? People on the East Coast because this game starts. Do you know what time the game starts tonight? Tell me. It's at eight twenty Central Time, which mm. means nine twenty Eastern. Why would you do this? Eh. The best thing about the women's game yesterday is that it was on at like I think it started at five o'clock on Sunday. See, that's too like, early. Just prime time. Mm. It was over by seven thirty. Like great. It was, you know, it was exciting. Went down to the wire. I'm like, oh, now I still have three hours to wind down. It was perfect. Why wouldn't they start at like 720? 
I don't know. Because, like, I could see if people... Someone are, explain this to me. I just, like, I'm, like, just started right after dinner on Central time. Because I'm, I am, um, I'm biased towards Central. But, I mean, that seems like a reasonable time for just about everybody. Except for, mm. it's still, it's early on, on the West Coast. Brad? Uh, you got me still? Lost Brad. Buddy? Oh, I lost you there for a second. There can you, you go. you hear me now? Very odd. I can sort of hear you. This this isn't great, but uh, How about let, let's now? move on to golf. Can you hear me okay, Brad? I got you loud and clear. All right. Uh, Jordan Spieth won yesterday. And if you're wondering when the last time that happened, it's been almost four years. He wins the Valero Texas Open. He went 1,351 days before, before a victory, or since his last victory, yeah. which was, uh, I believe, the British Open. You're right. Uh, which represented his third major and 11th victory in five years on the tour. And he's gone almost four years in 82 events without winning. That's crazy. Have you, did you see they, they, the PGA made some posts of him like doing practice swings and stuff from like 2019 to 2020. And there's like times when he was standing over the ball for 30 seconds trying to get a swing right and just like stepping off it. He just really has had a very hard time getting his swing back to where he wants it to be, to where he's comfortable with it. His short game has always been elite, and his chipping has always been elite, but his off the tee, his long irons have been very hit or miss, to, to be kind. And, yeah, they a lot of what he talked about after winning was just the mentality that he went into it with was being light, having fun, enjoying himself as opposed to being so serious. Um, so, I mean, there's there's that's kind of, I don't know, Charming, enjoyable. It's a good story. He talks too much to his golf ball, in my opinion, but it's my only critique of him. What do you think, Micah? Oh, who cares? I don't, people, uh, he talks way playing, too much. He's been playing really well the last five or six weeks. Yeah, that's like true. He's really, he had been in the hunt. Been uh, in contention, yeah. And, you know, it's fun when a guy from Texas wins the Texas Open. I, You know, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's kind of fun that he did that there. Agreed. He's still only 27. And Isn't he's that crazy? now won 12 times. Yeah. Over the past 40 years, the only players with at least 12 wins before turning 27 are Tiger, Phil, Rory, and JT. Okay. And now uh, Spieth. Well, and the funny thing is that so, uh, Spieth was way ahead of JT. Like, Spieth hit the scene like two years before JT started being a household name. So he was way out in, no in front of him, and now he's just joining a list that JT is currently on. So that's kind of interesting. The only thing that on Spieth that looks old is his hairline. That thing is, uh, he's got LeBron hair that's going. That's not great. Yeah, he needs to get some Rogaine. Do you like him this weekend at the Masters, uh, where he's had a lot of success and is playing well? Uh, he was the runner-up in his debut in 2014. He won their wire-to-wire in 2015 was the runner-up again in 2016. After dumping it into the water on the, well, whatever, 16th Yeah, that's when things really fell apart. I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like, I don't love him, but I'd like to see what his odds are. Because if, if the odds are favorable, like if you're getting good odds, I think it's worth a flyer. But if what I think is going to be the case is that after winning this tournament, he's going to have the, I think Vegas is going to make his odds shitty. I think people are going to buy into that and still bet on him, and I'm not betting on him unless he's got long shot odds because I think it is somewhat of a long shot for him to win this weekend. Uh, here are your odds: Dustin Johnson nine to one, JT ten to one, 
Jordan Spieth eleven to one. Yeah, no. Bryson eleven to one. John Rom twelve to one. Rory fourteen to one. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't think that's very. I don't think that's favorable. So we'll see if Bryson. You know, Bryson probably won't be the big story that he was at last year's Masters, which was only four months ago, as you recall. But uh, <laughs> it depends on if he can hit it straight. I'll go to the next tier of players. Xander's uh Xander's twenty two to one. I like him better. Patrick Cant Cantlay twenty two to one. Him too. Brooks Kepka at twenty five to one. Patrick Reed at twenty eight to one and Colin Marikawa at twenty eight to one. Legit, I like, I like every one of those guys there. better. Every single one of them I like better than, than Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I mean, especially with those odds. So I don't know. That's just about, my thought. How about Sergio at forty five to one? That's kind of looking nice. at past champions. Or Bubba at fifty to one. Nah. Uh, there's an answer, Abraham. Abraham answer. I think he's like eighty or ninety to one. I think that's a a tasty little long shot bet for you. Hmm. You know Ball we've striker. got a uh, Masters pool going. I'll send you the link. Yeah, let me in. I won last year. Neil Voigt. Neil Voigt put this thing together. Yeah, I won Peter I, the I, Irish guy. Oh, I'd like to play in that one. Yeah, I'll have to see let's if he's go. doing it again. Yeah, let's, let's bet. Let's gamble. Sweat time. Sweat, boys. That's it. Uh, anything else you want to talk about in the world of sports, Brett? Hmm. I, you know, I think that covers the majority of, of what we missed over the last week. Uh, NBA is coming into form. We should be having that plan tournament coming up pretty soon. Do you know what date that is? It's got to be I like don't. mid-April, right? It, it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. We got Masters this weekend, all sorts of good stuff. We got the national championship tonight in men's basketball. So uh, I'm hyped. I'm I'm H for the week. I'm H for the week, too. We love the Masters, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get back to you before the end of the week. <laughs> Fingers crossed. You want me to play uh, out? The, the play-in tournament is until May 18th. Oh, okay. So we still got a We got about go, a month and six weeks, something like that. Yes, yeah, my house weeks. might be finished being renovated by then. Fingers crossed. Jesus, that would, that would be huge. I'm pretty tired that of sitting on the floor truly. when we record. Uh, you want to play some golf this weekend? Oh man, do I ever! I want to play as much golf as I possibly can. Mike, I just got a new driver, <clears throat> and um, I got fitted. I think I told the story. Oh, previously. you told me this. Yeah, yeah, but I got it. And the first drive I hit with it, number two at lines. Just, I took probably about six inches in front of the ball worth of turf and hit it about 40 yards left after just bombing this thing on the simulator like 300 yards over and over again. So it's in my head. No, okay. That's got to feel real good. <laughs> I mean, I really crushed the earth. So, the, I mean, I could have knocked the earth off its axis. I smashed it so hard. So I recover. Nothing like mortgaging your house <laughs> to buy a new driver. And then it turns out it's. It turns out it's it's not the equipment. So, anyways, I I end up uh, I think I bogeyed the hole after hitting it forty yards on a par five. So the next hole is a par uh, four. It's it's pretty short, um, and I get up there and I just mash this thing like three hundred and forty, and I'm like thirty yards off the green, and I chip up short. Then I putt up. Then I miss my putt, and I bogey. So long story short is um, it it works. It does mash if you hit the ball. It's it far, but it, I still suck. So it's uh, it is what it is. So I really want to play some more. I want to suck some more. It's a good time. 
and that's my well, whole story. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm rooting for you. Let's go play. I'll I'll bring that little lap dog, and we'll we'll do it. Uh, let's get out of here, Brad. You got it. All right. Enjoy the game tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and we will be back later this week, hopefully. And Brad and I will be back to talk Top Chef at some point this week too. Guaranteed. Top Chef is back. The other major professional sport. Until next time, mm, bye-bye. Go Bears, and thanks for listening. <laughs>